This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, alhamdulillahi wahdahu wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala man la nabiya ba'dahu wa ala alihi. My brothers, my sisters, we have commenced the new year. It is the new lunar or hijri year. 1442, 1442 years after the hijrah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We need to realize, my brothers and sisters, there are several factors that need to be spoken about regarding the new year and the month of Muharram. Firstly, we are getting closer to the day we are going to meet with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why when people say, Oh, wow, one extra year. Let us celebrate the fact that we are one year older. On the other side of the coin, we need to become more concerned about the fact that we are one year closer to our graves. And this is why as a Muslim, the bigger deal is all about gaining closeness to Allah. As you grow older, if you are becoming more distant from Allah, you are at a loss. As you grow older, if your heart is slowly moving towards Allah, you are gaining. This is amazing. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept it such that when you grow older, there is a greater realization. Hey, my friends have died. My family, some have passed away. My acquaintances may have passed away. I have seen people die young and old. And all I need to do is simply prepare for the day I'm going to meet with Allah. What is going to help you? I can tell you one thing that will really help. A lot of istighfar. Seek forgiveness a lot and believe that you are forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be convinced in your heart that Allah is the most merciful, the most kind, the most compassionate, the most loving. Be convinced in your heart that you have the shahada, the most powerful statement. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You bear witness that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah. You bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah. If you have that statement, you need to realize the conviction in your heart that you are actually going to be saved and you will be going to a much better place than you are in right now. That conviction needs to be renewed every single day. Don't let shaitan tamper with you when you actually seek the forgiveness of Allah and he makes you think for a moment, no, no, not you. You cannot have the mercy of Allah. Allah says, La Don't ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Shaitan tells you the opposite. He says, The verse is right, but not you. May Allah forgive us. La hawla wa la illa billah. 
people enter a new year and they say, we're going to make resolutions. MashaAllah. What resolutions would you like to make? You're a mu'min. You're a believer. You're supposed to be introspecting every day, not just once a year. Subhanallah. My resolution to get up for fajr is every day. My resolution to improve on my salah is a daily thing. My resolution to improve on my dress code is a daily thing. I may not see the end of the year. And if we get used to only making resolutions at the end of the year, trust me, we will be at a loss because a time will come when we are not going to see that end of the year. This is why a mu'min, when he goes to sleep at night, there are certain sunnah supplications he is supposed to be making. One of them is, بِسْمِكَ اللَّهُمَّ وَضَعْتُ جَنْبِي وَبِكَ أَرْفَعُوهَا إِنْ أَمْسَكْتَ نَفْسِي فَاغْفِرْ لَهَا وَإِنْ أَرْسَلْتَهَا فَاحْفَظْهَا بِحِفْظِكَ الَّذِي تَحْفَظُ بِهِ عِبَادَكَ الصَّالِحِينَ In your name, O Allah, I put my side onto this bed reclining in order to sleep. I've taken your name, O Allah. If during my sleep you take my soul away not to go back, meaning not to come back and you grant me death, have mercy on me. And if you allow that soul to come back into the body in the morning or when I wake up, then protect it in the same way you protect your pious slaves. That's a dua. What does that mean? Before I sleep, I've made peace with Allah. That's what it means. Because I have no guarantee that I'm going to wake up. So when I'm going to bed, I need to make sure I've made peace with Allah. And that's why I say, Oh Allah, if you take my soul, have mercy on me. Every night you're supposed to look into your heart, clean it, make it clear, make sure that there is no malice in it, make sure there is no sin in it, make sure your connection with Allah is powerful, is strong. So what are these daily resolutions I'm supposed to be having? Number one, my contact with Allah needs to improve. I worship Allah alone. La sharika lahu. I don't associate partners with Allah. What else do I do? I try my best to follow in the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We love him. We say we love him. But sometimes I promise you, we need to recheck that term. Is it only something that's coming out of our mouths? But we're not even prepared to dress in a way that would actually be acceptable according to his teachings. We're not prepared to talk the way he taught us to talk. We're not, we're not prepared to solve and resolve our matters according to what he would have taught us. Subhanallah. But we say, oh, we love him. We, we, we follow him. Do you really? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. So it's a time every day to ponder over how close are you really to Rasulullah sallallahu May Allah grant us ease and goodness. May Allah make us while we are going through our daily lives and the struggles we have, may He make us from those who still remember primarily, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. I'm different. When good happens to you, don't let it make you so excited that you become arrogant and proud. And when bad happens to you, don't let it make you so depressed that you become a disbeliever and you become so, so away from Allah. Good will happen, bad will happen. I want to tell you something amazing. Most of us, if not all of us, have been to school. What were you tested at school? Mathematics, English, biology, chemistry, physics, geography, one by one. You learned the syllabus and then you were tested and you were told, right, you know the syllabus? Yes, write this exam. If you passed, you passed. If you failed, repeat it. Wallahi, 
similar example with a difference. When I say similar but with a difference, it means to bring it closer to the mind. Every one of us, Allah brought us in this world to test us. He'll teach you the syllabus. When the syllabus is done right, did you have this test? You were young. Okay, you grew up. You, did you do? We tested you with Salatul Fajr. Did you pass your test? Yes, I did. And I will continue to pass it. Then there was an age when you were tested in order to abstain from something bad, perhaps smoking, perhaps drugs, perhaps alcohol, whatever it may have been. Did you pass it? Yes, I did. That was another subject. Okay, you knocked that, mashallah, very well. What about the next test? You're going to try to get married. How are you going to do it? Well, we told you how to. Are you going to pass it? Yes. Then when you get married, you will have a problem or two or three. Did you solve it? Yes, I did. You have children. It's another test. You don't have children. It's another test. All these are subjects and Allah tests you with them. He says, I will test you from the beginning right up to the end. Even on your deathbed, you will be tested. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. So don't think life is all about... You know, having it easy. Allah gives you days of ease in order for you to appreciate. And that is also a test. Allah says, okay, we're going to test you now on the subject of finance. Here it is. Take two million. Let's see what you do. You become arrogant. You become haughty. You start oppressing this one that you think you own the whole world. You think you can do as you please. What did you achieve when your results come out? You. I failed. Because Allah just gave you as a test. Wallahi, my brothers, my sisters, a few days ago, I was moved to tears when I saw an image that was taken recently from a telescope up in space showing you the earth from a distance. And it is like a grain of sand, a grain of sand from a distance. On that grain of sand are 7.6 or 8 billion people. We are there. From there, it looks like a grain of sand. One grain. And each one of us thinks we're a big deal. And Allah says, Oh Adam, oh son of Adam. Do you know what? لَخَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَكْبَرُ مِنْ خَلْقِ النَّاسِ You go and check the skies and the heavens and the earth and whatever else is there. It's way bigger than man. Bigger. But man, alhamdulillah, Allah has given you a place. He's testing you. He wants to give you goodness. Don't be haughty. Allah says, you, how can you come and become haughty on earth? It's Surah Yasin. There's a verse that always, you know, should be... Uh, aligning us back into position. Allah says, أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِن نُطْفَةِ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُّبِينٌ Does mankind not see that we created him from a seed, a droplet of semen? We created him from one little cell. And now he's become big and argumentative. He wants to argue openly like he's a big deal. Allah says, you know what? You are so helpless. You depend on us for everything. The dua, Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. Oh Allah, there is nothing easy except that which you have made easy. If Allah wants, you won't even be able to breathe. May Allah grant us ease. Let's get back to these resolutions. So people get excited. We are excited, mashallah, Muharram, beautiful month. What should I do in Muharram? I must remember one thing. When the Prophet ﷺ came to Medina Munawwara, he found the Jews fasting on the 10th of Muharram. When he inquired what was going on, they said that is the day that the Prophet Moses was saved. 
MashaAllah, what a beautiful thing. Say from who? The Pharaoh who used to say, Ana I am your Lord, the High. Worship me or I will kill you. That's what he did. He used to kill the boys, the male children. He didn't want anyone to shake his throne. So he decided we are going to kill all of these. He was such a big tyrant, nobody ever believed that he could drop. Never. They had no you know, feeling within them. It was always what? It can't be. So on the 10th of Muharram, Allah instructed in whatever way he instructs that this man be destroyed by drowning. He was drowned. 10th of Muharram. The Jews who were the ones, Banu Israel, of Musa alayhi salam, the Prophet Moses, may peace be upon him, they celebrated the fact that, whoa, we couldn't believe we would ever be delivered from this tyranny. And here we are. They started fasting on that day. The Prophet ﷺ, when he heard about it in Medina, Munawwara, you know what he says? Nahnu ahakku bi Musa. We have a greater right to Musa, Moses, may peace be upon him, than them. We will fast this day, not only the 10th, but you add a day, the 9th as well with it, in order to be different. So we should be fasting the 9th and the 10th, inshallah. That is the most beautiful way of fasting. If for some reason you can only fast the 10th and you know that that's what you can do, alhamdulillah, it's okay. But the best for you to do, fast more than a day, two days. 9th and 10th, what will it do for you? It will expiate and, and delete the minor sins you've committed in the previous year. Subhanallah. We heard something similar about the day of Arafah. MashaAllah. Allah's given blessing upon blessing. I want to give you three 10-day seasons that we as Muslims take heed of. The first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, the 10 days of Muharram, and the last 10 days of Ramadan. Those are our days. Those are the tens. We have them in three seasons of ten days each. Subhanallah. So these are also blessed days. We had ten nights of Ramadan. We, ha we had ten days of Dhul Hijjah. And now we have ten of Muharram. And the Prophet ﷺ, towards the end of his life used to fast so much in Muharram. That one narration says, we haven't seen him fasting more in another month. I know there is another narration that speaks of the month just after Ramadan, but towards the end of his life, the Prophet ﷺ used to give great importance to the fasting of Muharram. So, this is something important. When we celebrate, my brothers and sisters, what do we celebrate with? Have you thought of it? With an extra ibadah. Today is Jumu'ah, there's an extra khutbah. There's, a, there's an extra khutbah. When you're getting married, there's an extra khutbah. The day of Eid, there's an extra salah. That's how you show your happiness and gratitude to Allah by doing something that is extra within the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. So my brothers and sisters, yes, we do have these beautiful days of Muharram. And I have spoken to you about the fast and I've given you the virtue. That is the virtue of this particular day, the 10th of Muharram. However, you hear the, the term Shahrullahi Al-Muharram. It is called Shahrullahi, the month of Allah, Muharram. Why is it called Shahrullahi, Al-Muharram? There are a few explanations. One of them is, it is one of the four sacred months. So the four sacred months, you have three of them in a row, and then you have one a little bit later. 
What are the three in a row? Very easy to remember. Dhul Qi'da, Dhul Hijjah and Muharram. They come in a row. And the, the fourth one is Rajab. What is meant by Haram month? A month in which you're not allowed to initiate war. No trouble. You don't initiate war. Even if you are at war, that particular month you don't initiate it. Meaning I have enemies, but not on this month I'm not going to initiate. If they have initiated, I have a right to retaliate or to defend. But you are supposed to be at peace. These are the months of Allah. Ponder over your condition. Make peace with Allah. Remember that story of the enemy, Fir'aun. It should bring about comfort on a day like the 10th of Muharram. And at the same time, a warning. Comfort for those who have been oppressed for many, many years that don't worry. Allah will grant you victory. No matter what you're going through, it can be tyranny. Something you think in your mind, this can never be solved. Uh -uh. For Allah, it will be solved. If Allah could sort out the Pharaoh, he's telling you 10th of Muharram. Think about it. We will sort your problem. Be patient. Subhanallah. We're all going through things in our lives. We all feel that when is this goodness going to come? When is the, the problem going to be resolved? I promise you. The lesson we learned from the 10th of Muharram. Don't worry. A day will come. Wallahi thumma wallah. Your problem will be solved. Have faith. So it's good news, right? Secondly, warning. Warning to who? Are you an oppressor? Are you wronging someone? Be it in your home, be it in your circle, be it in your community, be it someone who works for you, be it someone whom you work for, no matter who it may be. Have you wronged someone? If you have, remember your day is coming. Wallahi thumma wallah. Same oath that is taken. In the same way we should be excited that justice will be served. We must be worried that we are not caught on the wrong side so that we would be actually dealt with. May Allah protect myself and yourselves and all of us. So it's a day to ponder. It's a season to think. Who am I? What am I doing? Make life easy for people. Man, you are here temporary. So small, so insignificant. There is no benefit in harming other people at all. It will never do you good. You are not going to achieve a thing, not a thing, by usurping things from people, being unjust, oppressing people, making people's lives difficult. For what? Subhanallah. You won't achieve a thing. Be just, be straightforward, turn to Allah, and then you will smile. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness and ease. So these are some lessons. I want to end off by mentioning one interesting point. And that is some years after the Prophet ﷺ, 50 years later, there was an incident of the martyrdom of Al Hussein ibn Ali radiallahu anhuma. Now, because of that, yes, we are sad, we will be sad, we must be sad, but we have to learn a lesson. What is the lesson? The hypocrites caused the Muslimin to fight to the result that they killed each other and they were good believers. That's the lesson I learned. To this day, we're doing the same thing. So what did you learn? What did I learn? Nothing. You see the point? People either celebrate or they either engage in the opposite where they become so sad, but they haven't learned the lesson. It's, the lesson is more important than anything else. Like I said, this happened way after the time of the Prophet ﷺ. It's not mentioned in the Quran, nor is it mentioned in the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. But it is definitely something I need to learn from. 
It was coincidentally on that particular day. For you and I, it's coincidence. For Allah, it's not. But you need to know, my brothers and sisters, learn the lesson. And I want to clarify, some people believe that in the month of Muharram, you're not allowed to get married. That is baseless. Some people believe in the month of Muharram, you cannot do this or that. Some people believe it is a day of Eid bigger than the days of other Eid that is also baseless. We as Muslimin, we learn a lesson. That's it. It's a lesson to learn, gain closeness to Allah. What's the point of celebrating or believing false beliefs, that which is baseless, and you have not even gotten closer to Allah? What was the point? Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. May Allah make us steadfast with our Salatul Fajr. Raka'ata Al-Fajri khayrun min dunya wa ma fiha. The two sunnah of Salatul Fajr are better than whatever this earth holds and whatever is on earth and whatever it has in it. Subhanallah. So my brothers and sisters, like I said, we are very insignificant. Yes, it is the new year. Yes, we must take heed. But it's a daily thing. It's something we need to really think about on a daily basis. Change my life, change yours. Become a better person. Your akhlaq, the way you talk to people. We are struggling today. A lot of it has to do with the fact that our character is not up to scratch. And our relationship with Allah is not up to scratch. You can do better no matter who you are. Cut out the racism. Cut out all this you know, injustice that is happening. Cut out the deception. Everything. Learn to speak to people genuinely with utmost respect and see your life change. You will communicate with Allah correctly and communicate with the creatures of Allah correctly. And inshallah, we will succeed. May Allah grant us Jannatul Firdaus. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad.